0: Hey guys, welcome back to How Come. Oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you everyone who came to the live show. Holy shit, we couldn't be more happy and appreciative and I don't even know what to say. Um, Charlotte can't say anything because um, her nodes are acting up or her polyps or whatever. She can't speak. Um, but she says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Um, we had the best time. We fucking sold out. Um, so I think we're going to do more of these things. Um, we're trying to figure out which city is next. So keep in touch with us on our Instagram at howcomepodcast Podcast to find out which is your next date, which is the next city we're coming to. So if you couldn't make the live show, don't worry, there will be more. And if you want to watch the live show because you heard how fun it was or you were there and you want to relive all the magic, all the amazing stand ups, um, thank you again to all the stand ups Ashley Hasseltine, Courtney McGinnis, Khaled Rahman, uh, Freddie Goldstein subbed in because we needed him, and Ben, my boyfriend, Ben DiMarco. Um, thanks to all of them for doing that. Uh, thanks to Lola Jean for the amazing squirting tutorial she gave us. Um, but like I said, if you missed it and you want to see it or hear it, um, there are going to be two ways to do that. Um, you can go on patreon.com slash howcome and you can either listen to the audio file or you can watch the whole video. Um, so go to patreon.com slash howcome um, for that and other extras. This episode is real fun. I'm sitting here with my friend Aton Levine. He is an AVN winner. Winner. Bow, bow, bow. And he's not even in Involved in porn, so we're going to explain all that, and you're really going to love this episode. Um, if you're already out of episodes and you want extras, there will be extras on this episode on Patreon.com/slash How Come. Um, lots of extras, lots of fun all the time. And yeah, go hit us up there. And if you feel like being even sweeter than you already are, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts and get better guests and all that stuff. So five stars. And it's even help more helpful if you write a review like, oh, this our podcast has changed my life. Um, okay, guys, enjoy the episode. See you soon. How
1: come? How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't
0: achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just Today I'm sitting with... Comedian and AVN winner, Aton Levine. I got those credits. You got them credits. Got AVN will you, credits. Will you tell our listeners what that means if they don't know what the AVN is?
1: The AVNs are the porn awards, so I'm a, I'm the Meryl Streep of porn. I got, <laughs> I got an Oscar, a, a porn Oscar. And you have nothing to do with porn.
0: Porn. I. I. How like, did this come about?
1: I'm like pretty porn adjacent. I think so. Basically, okay. So uh, a couple of years ago, I was a writer for a website called Elite Daily. Mm. Uh, Elite Daily. I
0: remember it. They rejected me from a few videos. Hi, guys. Oh, hey. <laughs> Elite <laughs> Daily.
1: Well, they rejected their entire workforce when they got bought by Bustle and fired us all. So, Great. yeah. You know, they were. It, that website was a lot of articles that were just like twelve signs. I legitimately am an avocado toaster. <laughs> I the, am an avocado. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally okay. avoc- avocado toast. Yeah. There's an article on that website that is uh, just 58 things that went through my head when I saw my ex boyfriend's new girlfriend was uglier than me. Oh and my god! It's like a shitty article, and also it ends with like, like it ends with like, so so enjoy him horse face or something like that. Oh shit! But also. Like, this late... There's no way that the woman who that article is about didn't read that article. 100%. Because she posted it, and, you know, they're friends. So, I don't know. It's... That it was that kind of. Yeah. You can't write articles like that. You can't write articles yeah, about she, that. We got in a couple. Me and her were not like the closest of pals out there. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. That was a crappy article.
0: And you know who you are. You yeah. Wrote and it, you know who you are. I always listening. think of. I always wonder if like my exes listen to this or like their oh, current sure. girlfriends listen to it to see like was he like as selfish with her as he is with me and.
1: Like, <laughs> I listen. If if I was an ex, there's no way I wouldn't be clocking in every episode just to see if I'm like mentioned. But also I'm like super self indulgent. Mm-hmm, so mm-mm-mm. you know. I just want to hear my name said. Yeah. In every, any medium possible. In sex? Uh, yeah. That'd be, that's always fun.
0: Do people often, it it's, it's kind of a strange name to say, Eitan. It
1: is. It's actually funny because no one <laughs> says it correctly at all. It's how like,
0: am I saying it right? You
1: say it right, but also you're of the, the faith. I'm a Jew, you're yeah. You're in the tribe, but like people, I get like Eton or e- Aiden a lot.
0: Not the school, not the guy from Sex and the City, no. Eitan.
1: Eitan. There needs to be more Eitan representation on HBO though, I think.
0: A-con and young. Mm-hmm. A-ton Eitan and Young, young Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's how, it how you is. remember it. That's how you remember how to
0: pronounce it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. wait, Elite Daily. So So
1: So while I was there, I was an entertainment journalist. Mm -hmm. So I covered like, so for two years, I wrote like three articles about the Kardashians a day. Perfect. Loved it. I'm of that family's incredible. So the Kardashians, if I was putting in a headline, like millions of views like yes. that was just the way that it was working yeah, yeah, yeah. so um what that enabled me to do was to work with the elite daily video team elite daily had a pretty decent video team they um won a local Rejected emmy at some me. point um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they're not around anymore yeah. so if they had remy i mean who knows still would have been around but uh Uh, Elite Daily's video team. So they did a three-part documentary series on me where I'd done three weird jobs. So the first Mm. job was that I embedded with the paparazzi in L.A. for a week, which was terrifying. Um, Imagine, like, four grown dudes outside of Ariel Winter's house Mm. at, like, (laughs) 6 in the morning waiting for her to leave and then, like, chasing her in a car. The three worst things I've ever heard happened, like, during this week. The first worst thing I heard was that while we were chasing her, Mm -hmm. we lose her. And the guy who's driving the car goes, uh, Ah, we lost her. Well, don't worry. I I know where Vanessa Hudgens lives. And then we just go to Vanessa Hudgens' house. So then when we get to Vanessa Hudgens' house, we're we're sitting outside in the car, and he says the second worst thing I've ever heard. He goes, uh, you know what's good about this house? She lives down the block from Ellen Dakota Fanning. It's a one-way, so I know where everyone leaves oh from. Oh, my
0: God. The Fanning girls are, like, 12. They are tw- they've They're been 12 forever, and they will be 12 forever. They'll never not be
1: 12. Yeah. So, And then, like, I, towards the end of the shoot, we were doing an exit interview, and we asked one of them uh, about, like, just the morals of this, and yeah. they were, like... Uh, they're like, listen, the celebrities, you know, they know that I'm not a fan of them. They know that it's my job, so often they'll just let me get the picture. Does
0: that make it better?
1: <laughs> so they were like, but if they want to be a bitch about it, and that was the quote, yeah. then I'm going to hunt them down and I will get that picture. Jesus. Yeah. So, they're, so that's like the one side of it. I will say, though, that I left that week feeling like very morally conflicted because the entire time that we're with – the paparazzi—they're getting text messages from PR mm-hmm. and marketing companies who are like, "Here, my celebrity's going to be here. Go there." Right. And this—and these PR people know that the reason why we know where Ariel Winter lives is because paparazzi were told where she was going to be mm. and then followed her home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's wrong here? I don't know. <sighs>
0: Everyone's the wrong. System. Exactly. But Society. also, like, I was freaking out because my friend was like you're going to get really famous from this podcast <laughs> one day. And I was just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and he was like, well, isn't that what you want? And I was like, like, yes and no. Yeah. Like it's- I think about it often. Like after yeah. that week, cause
1: like, obviously we are, you know, we're all trying to be famous, yeah. but I don't, I think there's a level of fame where I am now striving for, where I, I want to not have to deal with this stuff. Like I don't want to be a movie star. Like that sounds kind of awful.
0: Working character actor
1: exactly yeah yeah have you ever seen
0: that guy in that thing
1: yeah the movie the movie is called (laughs) the
0: guy in that thing it's about character actors that you're like i know you but i don't know you yeah that's what i would
1: like i would like to be walking in the park and for people to walk by and then three paces later to be like oh was that that was that guy, right? From that thing. Yeah. Not yeah. enough for him to turn around and, be, and like, be like, oh, 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 I
0: need to say, yeah. I think mean,
1: that's the level I want to be at. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, so the second job. The
1: second job yeah. was uh, I was in the Ringling Brothers Circus for a couple days. Oh. Um, Ringling Brothers calls me up and goes- Talk you- about morals. Yeah. Well, they call me up and they're like, do you want to do an article about how we don't hit elephants anymore? Oh, Good. And I was like, uh, no, thank you, but I will, I'll, I'll join the circus if that's like, you know, a, a possibility. So when I got there, they're these like Polyurethane c- clear balls that are like human size that they have contortionists mm. uh, do and then they split open and like they do tricks so I was in that ball for like a second cool, um, which was weird uh, but everyone in the circus is hot like that's the thing about the circus is that you don't think about this but everyone's in incredible shape they're in um, incredible shape yeah. yeah so when we walked into the studio in Tampa it was just like dudes with eight packs mm-hmm. clowns were the hottest of them all I will say that in oh, fact I, there may be some of the clowns listening to this because it, someone follow me on Facebook but what? the clowns are the hottest and they're all, like, improv comics also. Oh, like, they all have, like, UCB and Second City training. No way. Yeah. But, like, uh, all the circus people live on the same compound. And it's like it's like the Olympic Village there. I was going to say, they probably just fuck so much. So the entire time I'm there, I'm like, are you guys fucking? Like, what's happening? And no one would say anything. They would always be like, oh, we're a family organization. We're not allowed to talk about mm. it. So then, uh, after the video comes out, the nurse of Ringling Brothers messages me and goes, like, hey, uh, like, are you... Uh, we love this video. Like, thank you so much for doing it. I was like, yeah, thanks for having me on and doing it. I just, I got to know something. I'm not writing any articles about you guys anymore. Are you guys fucking like what's happening? Yeah. And she emails it actually goes like, listen, we're a family organization. I can't say anything.
0: Yeah but we fucking.
1: but we're fucking so if yeah. you're wondering that smell is at the circus <laughs> <laughs> it's after sex it's not the zebras at least
0: in the Olympic Village I know that they give them tons of condoms I assume there has to be like
1: a like there's Olympic
0: thing. sponsored condoms for all of the athletes there has Olympic to be Olympic Village and retirement homes are where the most fucking goes <laughs> Swear way, to God, rampant STDs running in retirement homes. I like
1: to think of retirement homes as the Olympics of fucking. Yes. You think about exactly. It. They've
0: been training for yeah. all these years. <laughs>
1: and then once you're an Olympian, you're always an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Once you're in retirement communities. Yeah, you get to away.
0: stay. Yeah. Okay. And then the third, third one was yes. that I got
1: to pitch a porn to a porn website. The website was called Wood Rocket. They're responsible for Stroke and Fap to the Future and all these famous porn parodies. Amazing. I got to write the Hamilton porn mm-hmm. um hamilton amazing when i pitched the name to the company they were like this is the best name we've ever heard
0: uh <laughs> so we don't you love just like the stupid shit that pops out of our head that you're like oh obviously hamilton and they're like brilliant it was like right yeah, give was... him an award <laughs> i was surprised that no one had done it until that right? point yeah
1: Dak shepherd after we had already went into production made a hamilton joke that went a little bit viral later on but nowhere near the amount of... when we announced hamilton yeah. was happening like Weekend Update made a joke about it. Uh, New York magazine covered it. Like it, it was I like saw a it on media Weekend Update. Moment. Yeah. And
0: I just saw it on your profile and I was like, wait, yeah. is this the same shit? Yeah. It's so crazy. It was It
1: was actually what was interesting about the Weekend Update joke was that their joke was like, and in this one, he definitely throws away his shot. <laughs> and actually they wouldn't know this, but that was a line in the original script I sent that um got cut at some point unreal or it was in an it was in, at one point it was in a draft and it was unreal. very surreal seeing because i also got rejected from snl i submitted a packet that year so it was fun seeing like oh you, you made it what? to you
0: snl you could have done this yeah.
1: yeah i like to think that that was my joke even yeah. though that makes no sense at all
0: uh it was your joke
1: thank you so much yeah. <laughs> um so uh yeah so we went over there and we wrote it you know we had this documentary uh crew that filmed it we came back to new york and uh Elite Daily shuts down. They fire everybody I get, they, after they get bought by Bustle. It still is around to doing stuff. Um, and I, I, at the same time, the porn was not caught in like development hell. Like it just like mm. got, they couldn't get the right director. There was like issues with just like the studio, whatever. So for a couple months, I just assumed it's not going to happen. And then a couple months after that, I got an email from a friend who's like, hey, my friend was just cast to do music. In Hamilton. So I call the guy who's running the studio and I go, hey, are you guys doing it? He's like, yeah, where you Wait, been? So is
0: it a porn musical?
1: It is, yeah. It's a. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's, this is
0: going to get me into porn.
1: Yeah. Are you not into porn? No. Whoa. I mean,
0: what I'm saying is not that I'm not into it. It's like I don't need to seek it out. And for that reason. And it's
1: not something you recreationally watch. It's, yeah. It's not like a. Yeah. And
0: I, I'm still like nervous about cookies <laughs> and like pop ups and shit because I like, I get enough. You know why they called it cookies?
1: Cuz that porn's so sweet. Is that true? No, I don't know. Oh I, made I made that. <laughs> I mean
0: It's a weird thing. It's a weird name for it's whatever. It's a weird it is. thing. I think it's like it like leaves crumbs.
1: Oh, is
0: that it? Yeah. I
1: always thought it was an abbreviation that they just like nerds were just like, "Oh, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: cookies." Uh. Um, but yeah, no. There's there's porn now that I'm like, "Okay, great." Cuz there's all this like female-made porn that's like not like uh girl like suck on my dick and like push it in the back yeah. of your throat and then it's like <laughs> oh let me like care for you until you look beautiful i'm like i love that I'm, I'm down with that
1: i think you were just watching christmas specials on netflix i don't know if that was porn <sighs> porn's christmas and uh, porn's porn. aggressive on, on you porn and stuff like that it's, just, it's yeah. a lot of like uh, yeah like the conversation about porn is like is it is it like ruining the way that people have sex in real life and I always the thing about that for me is always like to me no just because whenever I'm watching porn I'm like this is crazy I would never do this in real Like there have been times where like I've been with people I've been like having sex or something and then something would happen and it like, like someone would swallow or something like that uh-huh. and I'd be like wow in real life? Yeah. That's
0: incredible. <laughs> like the Can't first time that this happened. Is happening
1: to me. Oh, man, how blessed am I? No uh, one's going to believe this.
0: Yeah. We used to say season one that guys were learning sex from porn, girls were learning sex from rom coms, mm-hmm. and we had to meet in the middle. And now <laughs> I think porn produced by women and also Hamilton is there meeting in the middle. Like I will watch any musical. Well,
1: Hamilton is aggressive porn. I wasn't there is for it. Is it? It's really aggressive. I wasn't there for the. Okay. Basically, what happens so Hamilton. So I call him up, basically, yeah. and I'm like, oh, are you guys making the porn? He's like, yeah, we've been emailing you, but my email had been shut off. Because it was Elite Daily. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and apparently he was like, we were tweeting at you, but I never got those tweets. I, so I think he was just sending them to another Eitan Levine. Mm. That's a very Jewish name. So I assume yeah. like he was, some rabbi in Minnesota had to like tell his wife, "Like I'm not involved in porn. Like, <laughs> it's not me. So he he was like, yeah, we've been tweeting. We've been emailing you. I'm in studio right now. He was in the studio filming Hamilton when I called him. And then a couple weeks later, it came out. Um, So the end of it was at, uh, you know, it comes out, like, two weeks later. We end up having, like, a a viewing party. We raised money for Puerto Rico through it, which was kind of funny. That's nice. Uh, It was, like, 170 bucks, And the joke was that, like, whatever the last thing Lynn tweeted about is what we'll donate to. Mm. (laughs) It was Puerto Rico. Uh, Does
0: Lynn know about it?
1: Lynn not only knows about it, but he thought it was so funny. The quote was, basically, when when, uh... When our Hamilton documentary was happening... They were filming Hamilton's America for PBS and I had a friend that was had a friend that was a producer on it, mm-hmm. so when we had announced it it was like, you know, it had gotten so much traction that had gotten to Lynn, and the quote was, that we got back, was that he thought it was so funny that they wouldn't be surprised if he had his own viewing party for it. That's which amazing. Was like nice. Hey, if Lynn, if you're listening to this, we still would love to, you know, talk um, about can it. Can you
0: buy this Hamilton soundtrack separately? I think it,
1: parts of the songs are up on, like, iTunes or something. The guy that wrote the music, Dave Keglia, I think his name is, mm-hmm. um, he does all of the music for a like the tenish ninja turtles and like cool. uh, you know like all he does all the porn ones that's awesome yeah so then a couple of months later we got I, I got nominated for an avn award
0: that's uh, insane for
1: best clever name title uh which was shocking uh
0: he did win he won I mean it's an honor just to be nominated it really it, it's just like in a weird. field that you are not a part of it's I, crazy well what's
1: good about it because we're doing this four year consideration thing and the AVN awards were they gave us like press access to the expo itself we're the only documentary crew that's allowed on the red carpet mm. um you know and they love this idea because we're like you know I'm like a comic I'm not working yeah. in porn and they're like oh this is hilarious this DKS Donuts in Los Angeles is running a Hamiltona that's so great um, the guy that wrote the song Fry His guy's clarence j
0: like friday yeah okay wrote our anthem oh great yeah did you write any of the lyrics to the songs or
1: i wrote so the original hamilton script um my story and the first draft and the name were mine Mm -hmm. sent it over and i'd say about 10 to 15 percent of that if that ended up in the final okay thing i mean great though yeah they did a great job yeah wood rocket did a phenomenal job. Uh, it, Even being involved in it in some capacity, and I just the fact that it was—it was the name that I came up with that got nominated—is still like.
0: And obviously, there's going to be some sister. Oh, the Skylar sister sisters. stuff. Yeah, the Skylar Fister sisters. The, is that what they're called?
1: I think I forgot what the final name was, but it was either the Fister sisters or the Skylar Fister. The Skylar Fister. The Fister sisters was one of them.
0: Angelica, Eliza, and sure. Peggy. Is Peggy involved? Pegging,
1: obviously, pegging.
0: Oh my yeah. God, Angelica, jerk, jerk, Eliza. and pegging. Skyler Fisters. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh, wait. Is it? A, is it They're out? It's sisters. out now. Obviously, it's out. You can
1: actually watch the whole thing on Pornhub for
0: free. Oh my, yeah, I'm going was, to today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, hopefully also, did you know this? That um, people were uploading actual Hamilton yes. to Pornhub just yeah. to get around. I think that we were
1: responsible for that because when we launched Hamilton. That story started breaking like a, a week later. Mm. So if I'm nom- – there's no way for me to prove this at all. But just timing-wise, I'm pretty sure people started uploading Hamilton to YouPorn because of us.
0: It makes sense because, th- yeah. I mean, you can upload anything mm-hmm. and people want to see Hamilton and it's impossible to see. Yeah. And now there's a porn parody. So I just can't imagine somebody watching – actual Hamilton for the longest time thinking it's going to be Hamilton and like jacking off <laughs> to Lynn and stuff. Just seeing and how like, long it can get through.
1: I'm learning a lot.
0: Yes. <laughs> this is weird. They're like,
1: they're like a half hour into the second act. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, my God. Like, no, Washington, do not leave, no.
0: <laughs> Who do you have as King George? King Horge. King Queen Horge. Horge. Queen Horge. Clara Business. Nice. Uh, she's
1: uh, porn adjacent. She actually doesn't do porn porn, but she does a lot of the music and rap. She's so funny. Cool. She's Brooklyn-based comic. Uh, Missy Martinez you- was one of the sisters. I don't know if you've seen her Twitter. Her Twitter is remarkably funny. Mm-mm. Um and uh to- Tommy Pistol was Alexander Hamilton.
0: So funny. Yeah. Who's Aaron Burr? Aaron Boner. Aaron Boner. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't To be honest, Burr was hard.
1: Uh oh, Aaron Fur.
0: Like a furry? Like a
1: like f- like a Like a
0: hairy guy? Like a, guy? Thing. Like a bear. Would, eh. Aaron Bear. Aaron Bear. <gasps>
1: We didn't think it was so funny because we had, we were like George Washingtons, like we had like immediately yeah. had names for everybody. But then we got to Aaron Bo- Burr, and we're like, oh, let's just make him Aaron Boner, uh, and like that. Thomas
0: was Jefferson's coming on your chest. There, <laughs> Thomas Ch-
1: Thomas Chesters. Chest.
0: Th- Chester come.
1: Chester come. <laughs> Chest. I mean, I, I was. I was very happy that the one of the lyrics that I got in was uh, Alexander Hamilton. His name is Alexander Hamilton, and there's a million loads he hasn't blown. <laughs> For just you wait. I think it was a here he comes. He so <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I think there's a Trump joke in there somewhere also. I, I one of the funniest. Lines, I don't know if this was improvised or not, but. After someone comes on uh, Missy Martinez, she mm-hmm. like takes a bit of it and goes, oh, what a historic load <laughs> 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 like that's hilarious. Were you
0: ever on set? No for it okay
1: um, yeah that was like one of the early stipulations was that I couldn't be on set which is fine. I didn't I don't think I would have wanted to be they know about television.
0: comedians being fucking creeps yeah I did not want <laughs> yeah, it just
1: seems like a lot of like if I don't need to be here I shouldn't probably not be yeah. here. yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> are, are you a big porn person? I mean, I, I'm like as much as the next person. I think that people. I don't know what that means. Cause like, there's a yeah. lot of people that are like, oh my God, I think I'm like addicted to porn or like people that are like, I watch too much porn. And some people are like, yeah, I watch a healthy amount of porn every day. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I don't think I watch, I definitely don't watch every day.
1: I think like at my height, I was probably watching like every
0: day. Okay. But also what was your height when you first started jacking off or.
1: I guess the height would have been like after college. When, like, internet access was, like, you can get on your phone and stuff like that. How old are you? 29.
0: Okay, we're the same age. Yeah. So, internet access was available. I'm saying, like... <laughs> no, but, like, there's a difference in, <laughs> like, I had
1: to be, like, wired. It. Like, I went to yeah, yeah, university. Yeah. Oh. Like, they didn't have Wi-Fi to like, the later right. part of, like, the time I was there.
0: Okay. Yeah. Probably a couple
1: years ago. I, probably about
0: three or four years ago. So, porn wasn't part of, like, your jacking off, like, your first coming. No. First wow. coming,
1: I remember... Was really funny because we had just been told about it. Uh, I went to an all boys Jewish high school mm-hmm. or a, a middle school at the time. Here, uh, in New Jersey. In Jersey, okay. Yeah, I, I was born and raised in like a pretty Orthodox like community. Cool. Like not the way I describe it is that like we weren't like like Netflix isn't going to do any documentaries on my family, mm-hmm. but we were like Kushner
0: Jewish. You couldn't yeah. put ham on the cheese plates. No ham on the cheese plate. Well, no, no ham, ham in general. Yeah.
1: No ham. We weren't. We were like what's, we we loved the Torah, but we also were Met fans. Mm-hmm. Does that
0: make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, so I came from like that pretty religious uh, mm-hmm. background. So,
0: And you learned about uh, jacking off in Jewish school or Well, they like told, in a health class? It
1: was like one of those things where they – well, we didn't have a health class. The, um, the sex talk that I was given, like the most sex that I was given was one year, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. The rabbi took us into a room on a senior retreat weekend at some like Catskills <laughs> hotel And goes, okay, guys, let's be mature about this. Ejaculation must be held to the vaginal canal. That's what the Torah stipulates, and that's how it should be done. And then for 45 minutes, talked about not touching women. So that was the extent of my (laughs) sex talk.
0: What? Yeah. Our he wasn't talk? even going to be like, this is what ejaculation is. He's like, all right, little men. Yeah. You already know everything. I'm just going to tell you what you have to do and what you can't do.
1: Literally, he was just like, it's a means to an end. <laughs>
0: like, l'chaim. But also, aren't like, I had an episode last season um, called A Double Mitzvah. And it said that giving a woman an orgasm is considered an, a mitzvah. And that.
1: Well, there are, like, weird. I don't, not weird words. There are, like, very necessary rules. And I don't know. It's like you have to fuck her whenever she wants. It's – if she – like if you're – let's say you're a businessman and you're about to go away on a trip for like a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot leave on a boat until you've like pleasured your wife. Good. And stuff like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good. And there there are commentaries – like there's commentary that – Gives you directions on how to please your wife. Where that's the thing, I've never actually read them, and I I know that they exist, but I'm always I've, I should probably look them up because I'm curious, like what exactly is being told. Yeah, because if it's a bunch of there's there's also other weird stories like um, this one, like Talmudic student was uh, wanted to know how wanted to like live his life like according to his rabbi, like in the most way possible. Yeah. So one day he snuck into his rabbi's bedroom, went under the bed and just waited there so he can hear how his wife would have sex and stuff like that, just so that he could be, like, as good as his rabbi at it. So there what? is, like, a, an interesting <laughs> – yeah. There's so many weird this, – okay, this is one of my favorite <laughs> rabbinical stories of okay. all time. Okay. Okay. There's two. These are the two – these are two stories that I was told in, like, fourth grade, okay. third grade, that are bonkers, that were just told to us, like, regular style. Okay. The yeah. well, first one was this. A bunch of Talmudic students, like, back, Talmudic era students go over uh-huh. to the rabbi, and they go, Rabbi – you're like the fattest person we've ever seen in our entire life. It makes no sense that you have kids. Literally, how are you able to have kids? Mm-hmm. So he goes, if you think I'm fat, you should see my wife. And they go, that's not an answer. <laughs> that is, that's just you being shitty to your wife. Yeah. Uh, that still doesn't make sense. And he goes, no, you don't understand. My wife is so fat that if you were to line me and my wife up belly to belly, you'd be able to pass cattle under our stomach.
0: Mm-hmm. So they go,
1: okay, once again, stop. Just stop like stop being mean your wife in on front your of wife. us. Yeah. And then he goes, Oh, no, it's just my penis is nine fist lengths long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one. That's the story. story that I you tell children. Like or three. Great. Second story I heard. <laughs> There's a very famous prostitute. Okay. And she's like world renowned. In the
0: Bible or In the Talmudic.
1: Era. Okay. So this guy this, What's her this, name? I, uh, is man. the
0: Talmud different than the Bible?
1: Yeah, Talmud is the later on rabbis' stories on how they got to the laws of
0: It's like the Patreon for the for yeah. the Bible. Yeah,
1: kind of. It's, it's like, so this is content. the inside
0: look to the, how we got the 10 commandments Literally. and shit. Okay, like great. the
1: Torah, like the laws are derived from the Torah mm-hmm. and the Talmud is the conversation and the after show. Kind of of like how they got just talking talmud yeah. Yeah, just talk okay.
0: in, yeah. Just host the Today whole Today on Talk and yeah,
1: But literally so okay, so the second story is that uh this is a very famous prostitute, this rabbi wants is known for being someone who sleeps with with like prostitutes. It's like his thing. Mm-hmm. So he goes on the on this huge journey eventually Are prostitutes
0: allowed for us?
1: I mean, no, they're not. So this was like a vice that this guy had. So this guy, he travels the seas. Eventually he gets to have sex with this prostitute. Afterwards, uh, he's sitting in a bed and she gets up. And as she gets up, she farts a little bit. (laughs) And he laughs at her and she turns around and goes, just like farts or burps, I don't remember which one, but it was it was one of those. And she goes, "Just like the air left my body, so too you will never return to Judaism." What the a end- story! I know, <laughs> I told this in like third grade. <laughs> and the end of that story is that he ends up converting her, and she becomes and she, they marry. Interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean, okay, I like that it was open about women having bodily emissions.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. like pretty like cloistered. Kind of like yeah, upbringing. I went to an all boys college also. Like I went to I went to Israel for a year and was on an all boys program. So
0: the day that he said you have to ejaculate into the vagina, is that the first day that you came though?
1: Yeah, I came right there. No, no. No, the the first time that I was, it was uh, earlier we had been giving conversations about like masturbating and how that was not like a thing. And I remember that like that one of the days where we told them masturbating is not a good thing to do that night was the first time that like something had happened and I was like, oh no, I'm (laughs) I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell. And then like, you know, the next like two months, you're just like every day you're like, I'm going to hell, hell, hell. I'm going to hell, I'm I'm going going to hell, I'm going to hell
0: eight times a day. essentially. (laughs) over and over unreal okay so yeah porn wasn't even a thing it was just like uh also
1: i mean like i don't know how my mom didn't catch on to this Mm. because it was like on blankets and stuff like that like how she must have been like willingly like nothing to see here like just going i think
0: jewish mothers are kind of like very good at
1: seeing stuff, identifying it, and blocking it out And pretending, yeah,
0: yeah, like my mom said several times, she's like, you think you've gotten away with so much stuff, but I know everything. I've just called you out on the stuff that I found really important. I know my mom
1: found me very high one time. Yeah. Very high. And she's like super against weed. And I know that based on that interaction, I'm convinced that she saw how high I was and was like, not worth my time. And then just walked walked away because you yeah. didn't want
0: to deal with like the parenting
1: yeah. moment. Your parents didn't escape Auschwitz for you to come to America. And,
0: and make your sheets hard.
1: Who do you think you're hardening my sheets? <laughs> Grandma's <laughs>
0: reparation checks went to paying for these sheets that you've sullied. Well, one of my family members who knows everything about me now is Nanny. And she's never been on this podcast before, but here she is. Hi, this is Nanny. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do today with Remy. I think we're going to do the same thing we do every day, rest in bed, listen to music, and watch TV. Great. (laughs) We love to watch TV. And we like to do it all from the comfort of our beds. (laughs) Soulmates, definitely. Soulmates, definitely. I like your bed, Mm -hmm. but I love my bed. Because it's the new Helix Sleep Mattress. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, yeah, it's the best mattress in the world. It's so comfy. Good. Would you allow
1: somebody else to
0: sleep in there? What, you? No. <laughs> a visitor? I mean, Ben's there all the time. Well, I'm not talking about Ben. Who are you talking about? Talking if somebody comes to visit. Like a friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Everybody sleeps in my bed. Okay. Do you think we make good roommates? We make the best roommates. And why is that? Because we like to take it easy. We like to rest. We like to rest. And we do everything in our bed, right, Nanny? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we hang out. We gossip. Um, so if you guys want your own Helix Sleep Mattress... Which you do um, because it's giving me the best sleeps of my life. You guys should go to helixsleep.com/slash how come. They're offering $125 off of their any orders right now. Um, so go to helixsleep.com/slash how come and you can get your mattress right away. Um, again, that is helixsleep.com/slash how come. And thank you for being here, Nenny. Companions, have you on board. <laughs> love you. I love you too, sweetheart. Yay, nanny. Do you get Holocaust guilt at all? I'm, uh, we're not survivors. Mm. I mean, like, I don't have anybody in my th- I know your family's full of them, right? Like, all, like, like, every- the full side. It's, I always, it's weird because I always, like, the Where'd you denominator- go to camp? Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad.
1: Which one? Bergen Belsen and Camp Mosheva. No. <laughs> <laughs> Daka. <laughs> uh, I,
0: uh, yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Like, there's like half my family is like super American. Like, my dad's side is like mm-hmm. very American, my mother's side. Are all like from like Eastern Europe, like Czechoslovakia, Poland, and like Hungary, where they just and
0: are any of the survivors still alive?
1: Yeah, my grandmother. I don't think my grandmother's ever going to die. I'm pretty sure she's just going to be alive forever Uh, uh, at this point. Uh, And then her like entire side, she's actually got a really weird story. Did you hear the the Holocaust boat story at all? The
0: um, maybe at that weird show. Wait, is it a story that you've told, or is it just like I a, told the per- story? Oh
1: no, no, I don't think so. So um, so she she gets out of the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and she's on the boat from Europe to America, and the boat's run by this company by this organization called the UJA, the United Jewish Appeal. Mm-hmm. And the UJA had this problem because they they have all these scared Holocaust survivors on the boat, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with them. Everyone's like kind of together, and they're going to a world they don't really know. So they have a series of like events to boost morale on like the boat. Mm. Like a Norwegian
0: cruise line ship, but like, you know, with a huge elephant. But people that have just escaped death.
1: Yeah, exactly. And have seen
0: horrifying things.
1: Literally imagine if you just like watched 9 11 happen and then just went on a cruise. Like, that's
0: what it was. And people are like, and we have mixers. Yeah.
1: Well, one of the events they have towards the end of the boat trip, they have a beauty pageant on this Holocaust boat. Stop. And my grandmother wins the beauty pageant, the Holocaust beauty pageant. Miss Holocaust. Miss Holocaust universe because it was, they went to multiple ports. Oh. So she wasn't just like from, you know, I think it was Meyer or whatever. It's it so
0: sick yeah. and so she, weird. It
1: gets a little bit weirder. So she comes to America. Okay. And th- I only found this out about a month and a half ago, maybe, because I've been recording conversations with my grandmother and th- she dropped this out of I've nowhere. I doing
0: that too. Yeah,
1: I, I had no freaking clue. Yeah. There's like things, I don't know why I wasn't told about this beauty pageant Holocaust thing. She gets to America and the UJA has to take pictures for their donation materials Mm -hmm. and none of the Holocaust survivors are are like photographable because you know they all look like Gollum
0: because they just
1: got out of the Holocaust except for my Was that intentional?
0: You know they used to call us Gollums. They said Uh, we were like soulless golems, like a like an evil yeah
1: yeah and now that I'm thinking yeah yeah and the Gollum is like a Jewish and the Gollum is
0: yeah the golem of Prague yeah Anyway, yeah. so everybody looks like that except for your grandmother. She looked beautiful because she's Mrs. Holocaust. And then she ends up becoming Miss like the, the...
1: She becomes the model for like Holocaust donations for like a little bit for the UJA. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating.
0: I was in a birthright video.
1: Whoa. Yeah. You were the Lillian Eckstein of
0: your generation. Yeah, they made me say I'm that Jew. No. Yeah. No. And like point to myself. You didn't come
1: at all on birthright.
0: No. No. No, actually funny the funny thing about birthright. my birthright is I had... I fell in love with this guy, but he was in a relationship, so we had, like, we had emotionally cheated on his girlfriend, but we didn't do anything sexual, and he's not even a Jew. He's, like, a fucking liar. How do you get on the birthright? Lied his way onto birthright. His dad was Israeli, and apparently his grandfather helped start the Haganah, which oh. is, like, the beginning of the IDF. Yeah, yeah. So, like... But leave it to me to find the one non-Jew to, like, have an emotional relationship with on birthright. I would
1: say that's the most Jewish way to go
0: about birthright. Yeah.
1: To to not do anything physical but have an an emotional relationship.
0: It was so... So you didn't hook up at all on birthright? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, you wasted birthright. Mm -mm. Well, also, I went older. I went... When I was 26, Charlotte was, like, 23 or something. And it was the only time we could go together. So, like, all the soldiers were younger than me, like, by, like, eight years. Like, it wasn't... (laughs)
1: That's that's weird. Birthright's like a, a weird like it's weird like propaganda fuck fest.
0: Yeah, which I don't I don't
1: mind the propaganda part of it because I think everyone goes on there like kind of knows a little bit, but it's also always funny where like it's like half like Israel being like nothing to see here. Now go fuck.
0: They just really fuck with your emotions though. Like the way that you were saying after going through the Holocaust, like it would be like going on a cruise. Mm. Like that was like the not that birthright was like the Holocaust, but they intentionally make you stay up for a really long time, don't eat a ton. They tell you uh, terrible stories about like your heritage and stuff. You're yeah. depressed, you're emotionally broken down, yeah. and they're like... Now kiss, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like reproduce. <laughs>
1: it's like a kiss camp. <laughs>
0: you're like I guess we've both gone through this together.
1: Oh, the Yad Vashem kiss camp. Now that's a oh joke that God. only eight people, I think, will. Yeah, nobody's gonna get. get
0: And the people who do will be like, "Hey, Ton, come
1: on, Aton, this <laughs> is why the community hates you."
0: Yeah. There's a famous story
1: about uh, uh, someone got a hand job on the bus ride back from Yad Vashem.
0: How are you feeling so horny after a Holocaust museum?
1: I don't know. Oh yeah. By the way, Yad Vashem for those, it's the Holocaust museum. Yeah. It's like known as like the most intense museum in the world, like it is awful.
0: the way you leave is seeing all these photos of children that were killed during yeah. the Holocaust and they're just like so like the timeline it's so of upsetting. that day
1: was like watching like these pictures of these like nice yeah beautiful Jewish children who had passed away, and then you hear an emotional speech often from like a survivor. Yep. And then this person got on a bus. It was like hand job
0: time. Hand job time. <laughs> <laughs> hand
1: job time. Oh, God. Another I love more than seeing my family systematically wiped out. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. What a time.
1: Ugh, the Holocaust.
0: Did you birthright?
1: I didn't, because I, I lived in Israel for a year.
0: Okay, so you're yeah. not allowed. Um, did you have weirdness surrounding sex?
1: Oh yeah. Well, okay. I, I was like, I was celibate until I was twenty five. Like actively celibate until I was twenty five.
0: Really? Like oh, people yeah. were just like trying to fight to get that dick, and you were like <laughs> holding their head back. <laughs> there was you know, get out of here! Screaming, <laughs> holding no, like, them by stuff. the head like an older brother, and they're just like, "Come on, you, let me at it." <laughs>
1: you can't see this, but we're pantomiming. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're
0: having the best time. Um.
1: Yeah. Like I, 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 you know, I'd done other stuff, but like there was definitely like there was like one or two occasions where I was like. You know, not happening. Yeah, not
0: not going. Down. And that was just religious reasons, or yeah. But
1: then I found out. So when I was twenty, so I'm a cancer survivor. When I when I was twenty five, I found out that I like potentially couldn't have kids. And like nothing will make you not celibate
0: mm-hmm.
1: anymore faster than finding yeah. out that you potentially couldn't have kids. And then yeah, like, and then like later on, I found out like if I if I want to have kids, like it'll be like through IVF probably. So like that became like a well, if the if the if the thing that sex is technically for isn't like, a, an option for me any, anymore than, like, really, what am I? Like, what's the point of maintaining this, like, holiness in regards yeah. to sex? If, you know? So, that was when I was an active decision. And it wasn't like so that night I went out. So, do you know I that, went went
0: that, that now that you can or can't have kids? Or?
1: I, I, IVF would probably be the situation. It's just like when you, when you, I had chemotherapy when I was a kid. The story is that, like, when I had a couple, of, I'd say when I was, so I was 25, mm-hmm. I used to have to go in for checks at Sloan Kettering, anyways. Um, and, Slow Kettering is, like, very out of the way. Now there's a 2nd Avenue subway line, but, like, it used to be, like, Slow Kettering is, like, 81st on, like, York, and York is, like, all the way east. Yeah. So I used to just, like, avoid going there. But they kept on, one week they kept on calling me. They were like, you need to come in, you need to come in. And eventually, like, I went in and they were like, listen, like, you know, we didn't we don't talk about this because you had cancer when you were a kid, but, like, the reality is that, you know, you can either be completely unaffected by the chemo, you can, you, your, your fertility could be harmed in some way where you can still have kids but we likely be through ivf or like you completely can't have kids so
0: but ivf i'm thinking about like it's either the sperm is viable or it's not
1: yeah well if i have the whole thing is like the ivf is ivf is for people that likely can't have sex through reg can't um can't. procreate through sex
0: right but so, you still
1: come. Yeah, I can come and stuff. It's just like there's not like viable ma- the material. It would have to be
0: separated and yeah. carefully curated and then put into an egg. Artisanal. Artisanal. Pregnancy, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Does that kind of take the pressure off too, like for birth control with other people? I
1: don't. I mean, like, it's definitely been one of those things where I've been like, well, you know, I can't have kids anyways. And yeah. you know, we've been at it for a bit and I'm not, you know, seeing anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, so it's been definitely been a uh uh and ease into that conversation. Not that I'm like using that as like, no, no, no. Yeah.
0: like mm, let me take yeah. this off.
1: Like, don't worry. Don't
0: worry. I can't have kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> trust me. I know we just met on Bumble 48 minutes ago, but
0: trust me. Tru- Is that how fast it takes? No, 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 no.
1: That's-
0: I, <gasps> I was like, <laughs> wow, Eitan, you're killing it now. No, 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 Opp-
1: opposite. So yeah.
0: after 25, did that floodgate just like no? Because for like six
1: months, I didn't I, I didn't have sex for like six months. After okay, because I, the, it was like. That day I was like, okay, now I'm not having sex. But also I was like, I was like a lot heavier at the time. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. dating like as much at the time. So, you know, it was it, as much as you know. I was like, okay, now I'm having sex. It was like, in reality, it was a while until like I actually did have sex. It was a couple months.
0: It's interesting. I had um, my friend Polly Rodriguez on episode eight last season. She's the CEO of this uh, sex toy company, Unbound. And she actually got into that because of cancer as well. Wow! And um, yeah, after she was diagnosed, it was like, yeah, you are going to go through early menopause. You're not going to be able to have kids. You're not going to be able to get as lubed up as usual. And that got her to a sex toy shop and got her figuring out things about her body and stuff yeah. so when you're like oh you never think cancer is going to get you into sex i'm like actually <laughs> yeah, right. i have a friend <laughs> yeah i mean you know that's why like sex
1: happened just because of you know residual cancer stuff. that's crazy yeah that's it'd be funny if that happened when i was like 10 though when i just like cancer got me into a sex shop at 10 years old Then you're i've like, just been I'm leathering just ever since <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so then you know i i I think I had also like a, a religious fallout at that point where I was like, you know, like if if in, I was already a pariah in the Jewish community a little bit just because I'd been outspoken and had been like doing comedy and was someone
0: that the most know, embarrassing thing you can do as a Jew.
1: Hey, you know, they say that Jews don't believe in hell. I'm 29 years old, unmarried and a comedian. My mom would disagree with that mm-hmm. sentiment. She's living hell in yeah. her mind right now. My so,
0: my twenty nine unmarried comedian joke is and I live with my grandmother, so every day I hear, What did you do today to get married? <laughs> and I'm like, What are you doing in my room at six AM?
1: <laughs> oh man, I I give you so much like credit for living with a grandmother. I think I would I don't know how I would live past a She's week. She's a there. wonder, honestly. Yeah. She's nope. really great. My grandmother's great. My grandmother is great in spurts.
0: <laughs> mm. I will say. Uh well your grandmother has more over you. <laughs> that is very <laughs> She's like, I survived. Get oh, yeah. married.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's like a weird – that's like thrown into it though. Yeah. Like every like every section.
0: Yeah.
1: All of I, – I one time I, – anytime I go to a Holocaust event, mm-hmm. which like doesn't happen as much now, but it used to for a while – uh, they were like dating events also. Like, uh, they'd be like, go talk to her. One time, I was at a Holocaust event. They told me to go talk to somebody. i go over and start talking to her. Her name, I'm not going to say her name. Let's say it was like Malka Schwartzman. Sure. Talking to Malka Schwartzman. All of a sudden, I hear this rabbi go, and for the memory of Malka Schwartzman, and I look up and he lights a candle. She was named after a Holocaust survivor who was like getting her. honored at this event. So while I'm hitting on her, I hear her name called.
0: Uh yeah that's a strange feeling, yeah
1: anyways, now we're married, so great you know
0: <laughs> Cong- congratulations to Aton and malka. thank you um did your grandfather was he a survivor as well that yes. okay, and did they meet
1: they so they met later on when he, she came to America. her story is her story's actually like kind of and she comes to America mm-hmm. so she gets she's this tiny little blonde lady. She, uh, a couple years after she is in America, okay, let me, let me back up. So she comes to America. She's supposed to go over to her uncle's apartment. Uh, In her mind, she's like America. That's great. America is like beautiful and and big and sprawling and, you know, an opportunity. She gets to uh, her uncle's apartment. Her uncle's apartment is like a crap hole. So yeah. she immediately is like, "This will not do, not for the hottest Holocaust survivor." <laughs> she goes back to UJA,
0: Miss Holocaust, Miss
1: Holocaust, yeah. nineteen forty something, yeah. Yeah, Miss Universe Holocaust. She goes back to the UJA and is like, "I'm not living with my uncle. Put me up in a hotel." So she ends up getting put in like a like a, a like a, a dorm for survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, she learns English. She gets a job as a seamstress. She's then a couple of years after that gets a, a check from the. German. She still gets checks from the Germans, but her first check was like a big big check. So she's walking around with this like check in her pocket. <clears throat> she walks by a law office mm-hmm. and on it it says Yiddish in in you know in Hebrew. She walks in and she goes, "I want to buy a building."
0: Whoa. Uh this
1: dude is who's who's meeting with her is this guy named marty marty goes you're a tiny little blonde lady i don't know who you are like you can't just buy a building and she's like listen i got all this money i don't know anything about stocks i'm looking around at what i can buy buildings i can touch a building i want to buy a building Mm -hmm. do you want to invest in a building with me and the guy goes i don't know who you are (laughs) and she goes fine you don't invest with me but can you be my lawyer and he's like fine i'll be your lawyer two years later she buys a second building Runs the first building so well that when she buys the second building, that same guy is uh does half like becomes a partner with her in the second building.
0: Whoa. So she ends up
1: like owning a bunch of real estate like in the Bronx and and, and Go Grandma. her story is like fascinating.
0: What's her maiden name?
1: Uh Mendelssohn.
0: Go Grandma Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn gets it. So she's killing it.
1: She's also I mean the other thing, my grandfather escaped when he got out of the holocaust he was in hungary and he went back to paris and joined like the resistance fighters and was like known for having bunch of girlfriends you (laughs) know in in france uh and then but that wasn't like the guy that we met the guy that we met was like a you know like a a shell like a quiet person because whatever the nazis did to him just like wasn't as bad as whatever my bubby did to him that's hilarious like all of those years (laughs) She, uh, there's a trail of of broken men in her in her path, uh, and uh, but all the power to her. Were
0: they they got divorced ever or no?
1: No, they were no, together they were until together. until he passed away. She
0: tortured him until the rest of his life. Yeah, great. She I, there's if you look at like
1: old. Jewish couples, it's always the same. It's always, like, a loud lady and just a broken man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so many of them.
0: I can't wait for my future. Uh, (laughs) Um, I have a funny Holocaust story, actually, because we were talking about stand-up. It's not, it is funny. It's very interesting. So, when I was in Berlin, we went to Sachsenhausen as, like, a day trip. And that's one of the um, concentration camps. And... The guy is like so smart. His name is Gabe. Going to get him on an episode because he's literally done like a history of sex in Europe. Mm. Um, but he also has one of his big projects is interviewing Holocaust survivors and like taking down their stories and stuff. And he took us to Sachsenhausen and we went down into the kitchens, like. And he was telling us that the the fun story is the night of Christmas, all the SS guards. It was the only time they would leave all the Jews like unintended. And they would be in their own, like, mess hall, like, doing Christmas and stuff. And all the Jews were downstairs in the kitchen. And one of the guys that Gabe interviewed was a stand-up. And he was doing stand-up... In the, the, holo- in the kitchen during Jews. the Holocaust. Yeah. And what? telling all these jokes and the Jews are hysterically laughing. And most of the jokes are about the guards and about camp and how fucking everything sucks. And the laughter is getting so loud that one of the SS guards hears it from their mess hall. And he comes over and he's like, what's going on? <laughs> and the guy, let's call him David... Because that was probably his name, yeah. and um, we're all named David. <laughs> and David was telling his jokes, and David sees the guard come in, and he's like, he's got the rest of his jokes in his hand, and he's like, if I stop telling the jokes, he's going to see, come take my jokes. And he's going to kill me because of what's on the thing. If I keep telling the jokes as they are, he's going to kill me because Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is like very offensive. So he just starts telling the most mundane jokes possible. He's like, why did the chicken cross the road to go to the other side? And the Jews know what's going on. So as stupid as the jokes get, the louder (laughs) the laughs get. And the SS guard is like, oh, they're not funny and leaves. Uh, And he survives. Isn't that crazy? That's an insane story. Isn't that the best story ever? And the guy
1: was interviewing the guy the stand-up comic who
0: gabe interviewed david yeah yeah and david told him that story oh my god yeah that is fascinating i know so comedy always (laughs) survives
1: i like how the idea that the guard went away with like they say the jews are funny funny. they're not funny at all not for me yeah (laughs) i don't get too much slice of life (laughs) (laughs) that's too jewish (laughs) I don't know why the girl Too much Jewish.
0: Sli- Too much slicing of the life. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slicing of the life. And- my
1: dad used to joke that my grandmother was such a bad cook that the uh, Nazis made her the chef. For the other was, Jews. Yeah. Hmm. It, was, uh, it was my dad's joke on Hilarious. my grandma. You know.
0: Um, are you looking? Are you on the apps right now? I am looking. Okay. I'm on the
1: apps. I uh, recently uh, went full Jew. Hmm. I used to, uh, there was a while where I was dating non-Jewish and I recently <laughs> went back to J- Jews only because I want to have Jewishy kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jewish. Jewish Jewish yeah, yeah. Jewish kids yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dating. yeah I'm back dating dating only Jews and then you had said that you lost a ton of weight yes. I I didn't even recognize you so Eitan yeah. and I performed on a Christmas show together yeah um the, just I would this, say this the, past Christmas the yeah. worst show ever. It was
1: it was performing above a nightclub but there but there was no wall to barriers the sound. Yeah. So it was just like yelling
0: over like Kesha. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> Um, but when I saw you at that Christmas show, I didn't even recognize you cause we'd only known each other from Facebook yeah. and I knew a Tom Levine is this massive dude mm-hmm. no offense, but like well, yeah, yeah. you were like a massive dude yeah, was and then I saw you and I'm like, who's
1: It's this? Yeah. There's no, it, it, dating got a lot easier. There's it's just like, there's no way other way around it. I, yeah. it, it's one of these things where I, the tab, I don't even know. How I'm allowed to talk about this, like taboo wise, but like the amount of women I'm going out with now, the attractive level, like just the quality of women that I'm going out with, mm-hmm. with now has like shot.
0: Up. It also probably has to do with your confidence, too. That, like,
1: I- I'm telling you right now, I'm less confident oh, since I've really? lost weight. I do not, it's the, losing weight has been so the it's best It's strictly thing to, superficial. I like a thousand <laughs> percent. Okay. I, I can't even ever, like, it, losing weight has been like the best thing to ever happen, and it's been a complete nightmare. Like, it mm. really has. I don't know. Uh, people treat me differently in conversations. Like every every, the entire world changed. Only close friends and like immediate family have have maintained.
0: That's Uh, fucking weird. Because you're like my worth has changed, but But also
1: Imagine you sell the same joke every day for 10 years and no one laughs at it and then one day you tell the joke and it gets a bigger laugh than anything you've ever said before oh my
0: god do you want to have sex like literally (laughs) like
1: you're not going to be like oh my god i said a great joke you know you're going to be like why is everyone laughing at And like that has been what it has has felt like and Mm. i don't know emotionally how to navigate that still it's been like a real big mind Mind fuck fuck, yeah it was a quick turn it was like a two-year thing well i hit 322 and my doctors were like you can't be a cancer survivor and be 322 pounds so I, I you know I did started that program to have one of the surgeries done. I lost like fifty pounds, and then I got a surgery done, and I lost another eighty pounds. So it was like an abrupt turnaround, like on top of everything. What was the surgery? The sleeve it.
0: thing. Oh, nice. Not on the, the stomach. Not, yeah. yeah, the thing that keeps it.
1: They turned my stomach into a banana. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> versus the Alro,
0: or like a wrapped Christmas tree. Like, yeah, you know yeah. How people push those Christmas trees through the wrappers? It turned it into a flashlight. A large penis. You know, they, a turned large penis. Into, they turned my stomach into a large penis. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and then you had done sexual stuff before the weight yeah. loss.
1: When I was 25 and a half is when I had sex for the first time. Okay. I had the surgery when I was 28. I until when I was so when I was 10, I'd say from 10 to 12 was cancer, and then from 12 to easily 27 was mechanical
0: mm-hmm.
1: like just surgeries. Wow. And yeah. do
0: you – have you ever dated somebody else who has survived cancer?
1: I, I will say that the only time that I've been in a dating situation with someone that had cancer, I didn't know that she had cancer.
0: Mm-hmm. Then
1: on the date, we were at we were at a bar that had stairs, and it was taking her a while to get up the stairs. And when we sat down, she said, like, sorry, like, I actually don't have a leg. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, oh, what yeah. happened? She's like, oh, I had cancer. And then we talked about the fact that we had – The same cancer. Yeah. But I was looking at a version of myself. That if had gone worse. And I had a panic attack. It's the only, I've only had like three or four panic attacks like in my entire life. And that was like one of the times where like in the middle of the day, I like, like,
0: uh, oh, so you didn't even fuck, man. No, no, no. Also, she went to
1: Yale and and no, but I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I've hooked up with Ivy Leaguers. Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah. No, it didn't. there, There was, the chemistry was already like, you know, it was fine. She was mm-hmm. a fine person, but that definitely was like an element of like, yeah. a, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it was a lot.
0: And are people generally pretty understanding? I would think you would, would want to date like empathetic
1: people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody's like cancer. Ew. Ew. I, I, I'm. There was someone who I when who I was going out with who after the um you know I who, in the Jewish community who I was like, hey, I may not be able to have kids like in the regular way. Yeah. Ghosted me like three dates in. Uh, so there is like elements like that where you know it has. Cancer has had weird other
0: yeah parts to implications. It. I don't know. yeah. I think that's sick though that I mean, not, not, not I that it's, it's sick a, that it's, you need IVF, but it's, it's like dope, <laughs> you don't have to think about it as like I am such a proponent of male birth control <laughs> and I yeah. think that, you know, it just takes the pressure off. It should like, be a can, shared
1: responsibility.
0: It should be a shared responsibility. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that
1: male is yeah male birth control should be more talked about
0: yeah mm-hmm. if people are like, oh, i'm so scared that she's gonna fucking get pregnant or whatever like then take birth control dude yeah and, and then and then apparently they halted studies on male birth control because men were having like emotional issues and they were like having cramps and shit and we were like well, isn't that the, isn't yeah that, isn't that what happens yeah, when you're on that's what happens <laughs> like i've been fucking tortured since i was 15 just Wait, they like, really
1: stopped it because of the.
0: Men yeah, like men it. were like, we don't want to do this anymore. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Hey, well, now the world knows that. Now mm-hmm. the world knows. Yeah do it guys you can just do it it would be great yeah um you've been the best i've had the best time um can you tell all of our listeners where they can find you try to date you where they can see hamilton yes um find me on
1: twitter e-i-t-a-n-t-h-e-g-o-a-l-i-e aton the goalie on twitter atonlevine.com that's my name and the dot com uh Facebook, my name backslash A Levine at I think it's at Levine Machine. Okay, it's a backslash. Okay. Find me on Facebook.
0: I'm very fine You can find stuff. him through me. We're exactly. Friends. Go to Remy's yeah. stuff. Um, and then Hamilton is on Pornhub. Yay. Yeah. Um, I have to ask this as a courteous host of a sexual experience, which this mm. has been. Yes. Aton, did you finish? Oh my god! Oh great! Minutes ago, I've just been like, oh, it in. oh <laughs> sick. Okay, oh, amazing. I'm so good <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming, uh, and we'll see you next time on How Come. Bye. It's not you, it's me. I try
1: so hard to finish honestly. They say you'll know when you go all the way from A right down to O. Oh no. I
0: think that i still got a ways to go oh, oh,
1: I'm sick of this and I have got to know How come, how come How come I can't achieve How come I can't achieve I'm rolling up my sleeves I'm rolling up my sleeves Oh maybe I believe these guests can help Cause I can't do it by myself I wanna just